What is going on, everybody, man? I hope y'all quarantined, being safe. If you are going outside, man, keep your distance at least 10 feet. You know, we need to try to stop the spread of this virus. You know, to all my sports players, you know, I know you're dying, you know, to get out there and play baseball, you know, and, you know, maybe there's captain practices going on, but, you know, the Rhode Island Interscholastic League, you know, they don't want you guys, you know, holding your own practices, so, you know, they want you guys to try to reserve from doing that, you know, and... When the time comes, you know, we'll, you know, they said they will address them issues, you know, but personally, I think baseball is all but pretty much season is over and it is unfortunate for some of these seniors that, you know, it, it's your senior year, you got to get a starting spot. It's so hard in high school football to get a spot to play ball, even people that are qualified to play. And I don't understand why more coaches don't rotate kids in and out of the game. Now, I'm not talking about the kids that cannot handle the pressure, you know, but we know there's plenty of kids in all sports, you know, especially football. Don't let's not get going on football, you know, but basketball, uh, baseball. I mean, basketball is pretty good at subbing people in and out because, you know, they don't always have a big roster. But we need to get more kids subbed in and out because then they're senior year. You never know what happens. They think they're all good to have a starting spot on a team. This is their last year to really show colleges what they can do on the field so colleges can make a commitment at recruiting some of these student athletes. But emergency comes down. They don't have a senior season. And now you have kids that colleges are not going to take a chance on, not going to look at because they don't know if that kid can play any ball because, you know, narcissistic coaches like yourself want to hold these kids down. But regardless, it looks like that there's a great chance, you know, lacrosse is pretty much done. Um, you know, baseball coming around. You know, baseball, you got to say it's it's pretty much done. I mean, worst comes, worst case scenario, maybe they'll have a chance to shorten the season. If school does go back in May, you know, maybe they can have a, a month or so, or maybe they can extend it. You know, I'm not really sure what the dates are for a baseball season. But I know football, you know, August pretty much is um, when the official, you know, start of fall sports comes along. And that's when, you know, football teams are getting going. But right about now, you would have a lot of football teams actually preparing for off-season conditioning right now, hitting the gym. A lot of teams were hitting the gym in full motion until this coronavirus outbreak came along and just pretty much put everybody on an early vacation. Kids complained, people complained, teachers worked all week long to try to get a social distance learning plan together, work out the bugs through some computerized programs and Rhode Island pretty much 
put that to work today, pretty much starting at about 8 o'clock this morning. Kids even stay online till about 2 p.m. In between, I guess they would give them assignments. These assignments have to be printed out. One thing I'm curious about, for the people that need to have their assignments printed out, you know, not everybody has a printer. Not everybody has ink. How do they print out their assignments? And you don't want them going out to any stores. So staples be out the question. The library, I mean, what are they to do when they are not supposed to leave the house? So that's something that we pretty much need to straighten out. But let's talk about how to prevent you know, or how we can all do our part to slow the spread of the coronavirus. I mean, you see the numbers are going, like, through the roof. You know, some people think because they're old that the coronavirus really is not gonna, not gonna want them to be a carrier. You know, some people think, well, I'm young, I'm not old, I'm a lot healthier. You know, I may not be at risk, or maybe you may not be showing any symptoms at all. But you can put other people at risk because you still technically have the virus inside you until it pretty much dies away. So it's very critical, you know, that you also do your part to slow the spread of this horrible corona virus. I mean, we are basically at war. And how about this? It is snowing. I mean, we're locked down, quarantined, you know, about to go into the month of April. And here we go. We got some snow. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, You know, a lot of schools are practicing the social education now. So, you know, try to do that. Try to do your work from home. Maybe you could do your schooling from home whenever possible. Um, I just had a phone call that said Massachusetts pretty soon is going to shut down into the first week of April. I think April 7th was the date. Um, we have to find out about that, if that's factual or not, because, you know, there's a lot of false information out there, you know, so pretty much find out, you know, what your source is definitely, but if you do work in like, a critical infrastructure industry, um, maybe nursing, you're, in, you're working in hospitals, a nursing home, you know, correctional facilities, Department of Homeland Security pretty much put out such a list um, so you can see if, if your work falls under that, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, home delivery service, trucking, you know, basically if you have special responsibilities to maintain you know, your normal work schedule, you know, but definitely make sure that your employer is following CDC guidelines to protect you, your health, and definitely people in your work environment. You know, avoid social gatherings, you know, avoid any crowds, never mind crowds of 10 or less, avoid any crowds, you know, bad enough, you know, you gotta walk through society, and especially if you're working, it's tough to do your job and not get close to people. 
you know, you're still going to do what you have to do. Um, avoid eating, avoid drinking at any bars or restaurants, but that should not be a problem unless they are serving what they are not supposed to be serving. You know, um, definitely take advantage of, of drive throughs definitely take advantage of uh, day, um, delivery services, you know, but um, I know Rhode Island just put an executive order in basically that you can get your wine and beer with your meal as far as takeout food, so you can take advantage of that. Connecticut as well is also doing that, you know, but, you know, if you look in Italy, I mean, just look what happens, you know, um, and definitely avoid any kind of travel, you know, no need to go shopping, which you shouldn't be able to see that everything is closed, you know, social visits are out, you should not be visiting nursing homes, retirement, long-term care facilities, you know, even if you think that there might be a chance that you're not going to see your relative, you know, because you're afraid that they're going to get sick. But you know what? If you are infected or if they are infected, they are going to infect you or you are going to bring it into the facility. Before you know it, it is just going to spread, 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 you know, and, you know, the basics, wash your hands, especially after you touch anything. Avoid touching your face, you know, sneeze into a tissue, sneeze into your, uh, you know, definitely sneeze into your, your elbow, you know, and disinfect anything you touch definitely as much as possible. But um, we all got to do our part to try to help this. You know, the numbers are, are crazy, but we'll be back with more. Um, don't forget to check out some of the other episodes, that is for sure, but we all need to do our part protect me to protect you to protect each other from what is going on i mean it is definitely horrible it is definitely horrible what is going on but if you look at you know the state by state you look at the number it looks like the u.s alone has 34,669 officially confirmed cases. We have 485 dead. I think that's this morning. The plus on that was like 137, 140, you know, and it looks like, you know, from a month ago till now, it pretty much went from zero up to 35,000, you know, and is it leveling off, you know? Not really sure, um, but if you look at the case by case, you know, it's nuts. Virginia, 219, you know, 100 cases in Kentucky with three dead, 90 cases in Iowa with four dead, California, 1,825 cases, um, Texas, 543. Florida, 937 with 15 dead. You look at New York, 16,920 with 153 dead. New York looks to be one of the biggest affected areas. Rhode Island with 66, no dead. I mean, 
mean, the outbreak is real. Everybody is being hit by this. It looks like 17 new cases in Rhode Island. The governor um, shuts down barbershops, salons. You know, now the number is actually to 83 cases right now. There's 17 new cases detected since Saturday. Pretty much the governor's been doing a status report. You know, so they want to, they actually have vital content uh, for online as public service during the outbreak. So, you know, you can go to the journal bulletin and check that out. But they're saying now we have 83 confirmed cases with 17 being, being new. You know, the governor actually had to announce some restrictions for some type of businesses. You know, the possibility of mandatory quarantine for people traveling to Rhode Island from other states. Um, the governor also is highlighting, you know, preference for an aggressive approach. Talked in some details about plans for establishing a surge capacity, additional medical facilities for the likelihood that the virus is going to overwhelm hospitals. I think they're waiting for people to get sick. Um, and I think they know at that point they're going to be overwhelmed. I think that's what this is all leading up to. But the governor also announced some spot checks to enforce illegal gatherings of more than 10 people in any location and mentioned for the potential of greater government oversight of people who do have the virus at the public health system, you know, pretty much seeing what we can do with these, uh, with the people that do have it, make sure they don't affect anyone else, right? Is being aggressive, is that the name of the game? I mean, the governor did say that um, the announcement was set for another day, you know, about border control, you know, but this is something that we never really seen before. You know, I mean, what an overgrown caseload it definitely is, but the number of new cases since Saturday, it is the most so far in definitely in a single day, you know, and the governor don't like to see them numbers going up. That is for sure. Um, are they surprised? Are they alarmed? The officials said no, pretty much it's on point with what they expected. But they said that they have plans in place um, when the surge does come. But they said at this moment, uh, there's no problem with a shortage of hospital beds, healthcare workers. They said they're ready to take it on, but they are getting ready for it. That is for sure. They're definitely getting ready for a big surge. They think the number is going to be large of people that are sick, you know, and has Rhode Island been able to control this situation, control the spread? And what Rhode Island is face? Like, look at like California, New Orleans, New York City. You know, people are getting sick by crazy, crazy numbers. You know, but they're definitely trying to set up something that's going on. They're trying to set up a facility for new patients that are sick. You know, um, maybe someone that had potential lethal conditions caused by the virus. I mean, it's definitely very, very scary, especially if you're someone that don't go to the doctors too much, but I'll definitely keep you updated, your boy Mikey, man, yo, let's keep it real, 
and keep it real in the house. Well, originally the virus was said that it was an old person's disease. Well, the United States has its first youth under the age of 18 has become the first child in the United States to die in the COVID-19 pandemic, Los Angeles County health officials reported Tuesday. The child was one of three new deaths reported by the department this past Tuesday. The identified minor was from Lancaster, California, but really didn't provide any other details, such as whether or not the child had any underlying health conditions, but tragically, one of the people who died was a person under the age of 18, a devastating reminder that the coronavirus infects people of all ages. In LA County, there have been 256 new cases in the past 48 hours, with over 600 in the county. 11 people have died in the county to date. People between 18 and 40 years old make up 42% of positive cases. The large percent of younger people that's testing positive for this virus is even more stock than the CDC reported last week, which found only one in five U.S. cases were among people aged 20 to 44. The data still found older Americans face a higher risk of hospitalization, admissions to an intensive care unit, or even death. Only nine of the 44 known deaths that were reported was among those between 20 and 64, and no one under 19 is known to have died up until now. The virus is impacting the entire population from north to south, anywhere you go, usually when there's when something happens in the nation, there's, you know, always a place that you can escape to, but now there isn't. I mean, this has the entire globe under effect, but the data set the CDC used is limited. They really don't account for underlying medical conditions, but uh, many more young adults could have COVID-19 with just mild symptoms that they really don't even recognize and not even requiring hospitalization without their case being tracked by really public health officials. Well, we'll have more coming up when we come right back. Don't forget, always keep it locked in to Can We Keep It Real, where we have the 2020 coronavirus pandemic. in the United States, the numbers keep going up and up. As of right now, we have 55,006 cases. Um, that's up 1,321 more people than yesterday. 806 total deaths. Um, you know, I think we was at 500 and change, 600 Um but it looks like the curve is continuing to go up, you know, reaching close to 60,000 people affected in the United States. 
and over 439,000 people, almost 440,000 people affected in the United, in, um, across the whole globe, and 19,768 deaths. I mean, this is basically a war. I mean, we are definitely fighting a war. I mean, New York City is becoming the hot bed for this with 26,376 people affected and 271 people were killed. You know, and a lot of areas are actually having, you know, New York City residents that have summer homes, you know, going to other places to, um, you know, where they have summer homes and all they're really doing is if they do have the virus, they're going to bring it to that community and spread it as well by using the gas pumps, going to the stores. So, you know, just stay where you are. Don't go to your summer homes and bring the virus to another community because you just may as well have it yourself. And, you know, some towns, if you travel, they have an order that you have to sell quarantine right away you know but so much is going on you know you look at the numbers new jersey right behind new york but not even close but new jersey the second highest in the nation with 3675 california with 2600 you know and then the other states behind it washington michigan illinois florida louisiana massachusetts with 1100 59 mass having high numbers for the size of state that it is Maryland with 349 you know Alabama with 218 uh, Oregon with 209 Kentucky 163 Rhode Island 106 cases as of right now and no reported deaths at this time you know, but definitely I, I, you know, I can't say enough. So all the people on the front lines, you know, doing what it takes to run these essential businesses and services like doctors, nurses, truckers, couriers, you know, I definitely want to thank all of you for keeping our local community rolling, man, because we're in, the, we're in a time right now where everybody is not sure what the hell to do you know so we need some encouraging news man hopefully this could definitely make a big difference but the virus in Rhode Island looks like it affected 124 people as of yesterday had 18 more confirmed cases but based right now we actually have 106 but the United States is bringing up to about 55,600 cases. Governor Gina Raimondo is announced Tuesday that Rhode Island has discovered 18 new cases, um, which I already said that, um, but she also outlined new efforts to provide childcare options for people affected by the coronavirus pandemic, and I believe you can go to care.com, and also if you want to, if you need, um, if a child needs caregiving or an elderly person needs caregiving, you go to care.com and definitely set up for that. Or if you want to be a caregiver, you can also go to care.com. Lifespan is also confirming a small number of employees also tested positive for the coronavirus. 
you know, be careful over there. And two Rhode Island doctors now are part of a worldwide panel that was created some guidelines to protect healthcare workers and patients during the corona pandemic. Now, if you have any questions, you can always call the Department of Health at 401-222-2577. After hours, 401-276-8046. You want to reach out to me, can we keep it real? 40 at gmail.com. I mean, a lot of these media reports are going by counties right now. It looks like Providence County with 15 new cases, 52 in total. Bristol County with 10 new ones, 24 brings a total. Newport with one, bringing that total up until nine, it looks like. Uh, Washington County, one new case. Kent County has three new cases. We'll be right back with more of the coronavirus.